LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Adkins. And today, I'm here with Daniel M. Hello, hello. Oh, man. <laughs> Excited to have you here. Yeah. It's always fun. It's always fun to talk about ministry. I mean, this is our sweet spot, right? So... It is. I could do this all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. So today's question is about communication. Yeah. Uh, All right. So today's question is about communication. Uh, What are the most effective ways to communicate with your church? So, man, when it comes to communication, there there are concentric circles, right? And I and I love and we've talked about this on the five leadership questions podcast on the new churches podcast. And, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of meeting Stu, right. And, and giving some commentary around Patrick Lencioni's death by meaning. Uh, but one of the, the, one of the best things I think from his work on that, uh, is what you're supposed to do at the end, the cascading communication and that sense where, okay, there's concentric circles of communication where yes, you've made his decision who needs to know, when do they need to know? And to be able to have that sort of communication is, is so effective internally as a church, whether you're a staff of one uh, and you have a lot of volunteers or you're a staff of 50 or whatever that might be. There's different levels of communication. So that's all important. Uh, but for today's episode, we really want to focus in not on internal communication, but on the communication that you have with your church. Right. So from leadership of the church, uh, maybe it's uh, as, as a youth ministry or as a group's you know, ministry to your leaders or even uh, how often do you communicate and talk about the weekends and, and how often do you email or text message and all that stuff. So, so everything, you know, the A to, a to Z's of communication with your church uh, or maybe because this is 15 minutes, the A to C's of communication to your church is, is what we want to talk about today. So, Todd, what are some of your thoughts? Okay, so as you framed it out in that way, um, I'm thinking about different buckets of communication, like mm-hmm. ongoing communication versus emergency communication, yeah. um, and uh, church-wide communication and ministry-level communication. So mm. it doesn't. It sounds, sounds like, like I'm quadrant. making it really complicated. <laughs> no, it sounds like a quadrant to me. <laughs> you know what? Right? I may be able to. Right? I may, no, I may be able, I, am I right? Okay, so you gotta do this. It's, this is real time, y'all. This is real time. You know, one this axis, one axis has got to be like individual to groups, right? Yeah. So, and then, and then the other one is probably I don't know. Is it what you said there? Like uh, one it's, time, it's to ongoing to emergency yeah. or yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's not make a quadrant. Let's talk about it from the aspect uh, of these areas, because it's important to get all these pieces of communication right. So you may be at a church where, um, you know, they or or you may be the one communicating um, and you need to audit or evaluate both the ongoing regular communication. Is it uh, consistent and concise Mm. that is what matters the most. Is it consistent? Is it concise? Um, if you, uh, the cardinal sin is wasting my time. Uh, and, and certainly if you, you know, uh, over email, 
man, that's really, that, yeah, that, that's right. really a, a difficult thing to overcome because your, uh, church, uh, your church goers will stop looking at that and say, Oh, if it's really important, they're going to communicate it from stage or, Oh, if it's really important, it'll be on the Facebook page. What you have to do is get a really, uh, clear strategy in mind, which at first you need to, you know, take an audit, take a look at the channels by which you communicate and how often you communicate and what you are currently communicating and make sure that it is the right things. Make sure it's the important things. If you go back over the last month and look at those things, it's going to tell you a lot about what your church says it values. Yeah. You're right. And you need to make sure that those things line up with what you actually value. Yeah, this is this is really good. We're looking at it from a very high level. We're going to end the podcast with a few nuts and bolts and, and practical takeaways to, to help you with your communication. But but I love how we're starting at this level because, man, it's so easy, right? It's so easy to say, oh, well, that, that, that church did that or that church. did that. So we're just going to do it. And you end up layering on more communication onto what existing communication you do. And you're exactly right, Todd, like you could. If you're not careful, you can actually train your church to ignore communication from you. Yes. <laughs> right. You can. And, and, and I know you don't want to do that because you're like, oh, no, but but this is important. Oh, and, and this is important and that's important. But <laughs> even we all know what happens when we get way too many emails from one business unsubscribe right right? or just delete delete or ignore or i'll get to it one day it looks too overwhelming so yes i agree with you wholeheartedly you got to audit you got to audit it first um and here's a principle here's a lens in in as you're auditing and as you're getting everything on the paper and and looking at frequency and audience who's getting what and how often are they getting it uh also make sure that you're you're doing some overlap and you're like okay in what instances I know these are three or four different groups, but in one instances or what percentage of people are actually getting all four pieces of email from the four different groups, right? What is that overlap? So assess, audit, learn from that. You're going to, you're going to actually see quite a bit when you do that. Uh, but here's, here's a really good lens to look everything through. Not uh, everyone doesn't need to get everything, <laughs> right? I know that, I know that sounds simple. Uh, but everyone doesn't need to get everything. Everyone doesn't need to know everything. So at the highest level, now emergency communication is different. Right. It's completely different. But when you look at your ongoing communication, minimize that as much as you can. And then after that, what is then the targeted email? So I'll give you an example from Beulah. Everyone um, at our broadcast campus, and, and anyone can sign up for any of these newsletters, but everyone at our broadcast campus is going to get a weekly email from me. And then if they are a part of another campus, they're going to get, instead of a weekly email from me, they're going to get a weekly email from their campus pastor. Now that's one email a week at a minimum where they are getting a sense. It's a connect point and they're getting a sense as to what's coming up on the weekend and other things in church life. It's a quick read and we actually have a pretty good open rate and click rate on that. So that's something that's every Friday morning. It's consistent time going out all the time. People are going to expect it. On top of that, it's then every ministry area 
on a need by need basis, they're actually doing that. Now we actually, we actually also have campaigns, right? So if you're a first time, if you're a new person, there's campaigns for that email campaigns, communication campaigns, but here's another thing. So, um, if, if our listeners have read no silver bullets, a a book I wrote a few years ago on discipleship pathway, um, a a big portion of that book uh, at the beginning is based on LifeWay's transformational discipleship assessment. Now it's called the discipleship pathway assessment. Now Uh, it's the same thing. So here's, and I'm bringing that up for a reason. Uh, We do that assessment at Beulah now every year. We did it last year. We're doing it right now and we're going to do it next year. And every single year we have bought thousands of codes and we are just giving it for free to every. Like if you're from a different church and you want to get the assessment, then don't come to our church website because you're going to mess <laughs> things up. Okay, so don't do that. Um, but we are we've bought it and we're 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 asking our church family to do it every single year because we want to help them own their spiritual growth and measure from an objective and quantitative side of things how they're doing year over year. Now, the reason I bring that up is not only because I love the assessment and it's a plug for life for research, but but I, I do it because when someone finishes that, we actually have targeted communication to them to help them grow in particular areas. So th- th- that's that's some of the ideas to, to brainstorm and think through. You can get very creative when it comes to targeted communication like that. Now, okay, I'm gonna take a step back here. I'm just gonna guess that most of the guys listening to this are not at a church like Beulah mm. or many aren't. And so, you know, in that instance, if, if my, I guess, uh, if my church is, you know, hundred, 150, 200 people, communication definitely does look different, but it doesn't mean that, you don't have to pay attention to it or you don't have to do what we're talking about in quote unquote auditing. Uh, it may be even more important because, you know, there's a, a baseline of communication, um, knowledge is expected, Mm -hmm. um, in this day and age. And so it may be that, um, you still have a, you use a bulletin in your service. That's a form of communication that is probably still important to a church of that size. Um, Certainly your Facebook page can be utilized differently than a larger church can. Um, So you may be able to get by with those two things and, you know, announcements uh, rather than the email piece. I would say still consider strongly consider email, still strongly consider using a texting service for mm. emergencies or important things as well. But th- that's something to consider. I-, I want you to feel like you do- that this is still for you, you yeah. know, yeah. to still audit, to still take a look at those things because what you are communicating is at the detriment to everything else. Like it's an opportunity cost, if you will. Mm, Anything that you communicate is an opportunity cost. You could be communicating something else in that slot slash spot. So when you do five announcements instead of three, there's an opportunity cost that's there. When you halfway communicate (laughs) through an email, um, there's an opportunity cost that's there. And 
there's also a, a level of intrusion uh, that's there for that type of communication as well. So yeah, you want to yeah. be, you want to make sure that you make that really clean and clear and, and valuable. Yeah. So, so just one last thought to leave you with, uh, and then we're going to uh, close out this episode. If there's something really important that you want to communicate, okay. Um, how do you do it at least five times? Right. Like just think about that. So an announcement one weekend is one time putting it in a bulletin is another time talking about it in your message is another time doing that on repeat two weeks in a row is another, right? So how right. many, how many times, if something is so important, so if, if you have an event or events and ministries are vying for communication time and, and platform time and all that stuff, you as a leader need to assess, okay, what is most important and whatever is most important, think about how you can communicate it at least five times and over a period of a couple of weeks through different means uh, in order to really emphasize and draw your church uh, toward an end. So, yeah, you know what? We thank you for tuning into the One Ministry Question podcast. We know that there are a million and a one podcasts out there, and we do really appreciate the time you've taken to tune into this one. Our heart is to, to serve you and your church and to help you in your leadership. So, um, yeah, and in your ministry. So if you have questions, man, if you have questions that you want us to address on future episodes, then reach out to us on social media reach out to us on our show notes too. I mean, there's many ways that you can connect with us on Twitter and social media, email, all that stuff. And we'd love to connect with you there to, to help address your question. And, and kind of, it's, it's kind of like quick consulting, you know, <laughs> and, and yes. if we get specific questions, it's quick, free consulting. So yes. uh, we'd love if to hear you from ask you. Ask a specific question and give us your contacts. Man. Yeah. Uh, it's super helpful and it's just like the old days of new churches. Yeah, that's right. Um, give me your contacts. Give me your, uh, your, your question or questions if they're very brief and we'll knock them out. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks again for listening in. We'll catch you next time.